I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Hey, Brendo, Steve here. Hey, Lars. And welcome back to Going In Raw, the only pro wrestling podcast you need to be listening to right here at youtube.com forward slash Steve and Larson, available wherever podcasts can be found. And of course, taped live at the Twitch, twitch.tv forward slash Steve and Larson will be live tomorrow, also at noon Pacific, 3 Eastern, for our WE Raw recap. We're on the road to Money in the Bank, where fans will be back uh, to, to to cheer or boo, probably more boo. Road stuff, tomatoes, stuff you know, that, yeah, yeah, stuff that's it's crap. Um, so yeah, shout Even out. What we saw last night at, at points throwing tomatoes might might be a distinct possibility. Shout out to all the friendos that shared uh, uh, mainly Larson's reaction. I mean, I was giggling like a fool. Because it, I realized that I, I'd won predictions, uh, and and Lars was upset. <laughs> I uh, lost in another entirely lame fashion. <laughs> Apparently, it was also shared by our good friendos over at Wrestle Talk on their news broadcast today, which is awesome, which is hilarious. Uh, quick uh, programming note: also this Wednesday, Quizlemania will be represented by the Church of Friendos. Uh, member Kayla uh, from Kayla Vision. She'll be representing. She could bring all the gold home. We've got the tag championships. We just need her to, we need Tempest to do the job, do the honors. Bang stunner. Yep. A trivia stunner from Kayla. I want to see it happen. Same, same. That should be great. So uh, I'll be uh, checking that out on Wednesday because once again, AW is not running live. I'm sorry. Nope. They're not running live this Wednesday. They're running. Are they live on Saturday? Yeah. They are live on Saturday. Yeah. This is the yeah. last, this last Saturday. This, this one everything. That we're gonna, yeah. This is taped. And yeah, it's the last taped one for a, a while. I think everything yeah, here on out, I think is live because mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Saturday's live. Wednesday's live. And then they're back on the road the, the Wednesday after. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So That's good live. stuff. Uh, before we get diving into the news, do us a favor. Give us a thumbs up. And uh, hit that subscribe button. Helps grow going in raw. Uh, that'd be awesome, Larson. Yeah. What's in the news? Oh, so let's let's actually rewind to uh, about a couple weeks ago to set up the news we're hearing about today. So, living the gimmicks, John Alba again a couple weeks ago reported 
that Edge, you think you know him, you think you know him, would indeed be participating at SummerSlam in a match. You think you know him? Yes, with Alba noting that uh, he was currently uh, slotted as a babyface on the SmackDown roster. Now let's fast forward to today, Steve. Would you please? Uh, yeah. So no, I was asking for the fast forward sound. <laughs> Thank you. So today, Russell Votes might have given us an indication. God on who forbid Edge. I read the news. <laughs> you can read the tweet. Just who might who Edge might be facing at the biggest party of the summer? Steve, go ahead. Along with Roman Reigns versus John Cena for SummerSlam, WWE is planning on stacking right. stacking the SmackDown side with another major matchup. Source says, idea as of now, and this is a good one. I like this. This is my editorializing. Is for a Seth Rollins versus Edge first time ever match. Think about this. This yeah. was set up many moons ago, several years ago, yeah. when Seth, I believe, first won the title. Maybe he had money in the bank at the time. Mm -hmm. And uh, uh, Edge made a return just to do his show. Mm -hmm. Seth was on it and curb stomped Edge. Oof. Yeah. So if they, I mean, I'm, they have to reference that. You would think so, but it was also a time when Edge, you know, was sort of at his... I don't know if they want to talk about when Edge was on the shelf looking like a bit of a weenie. But you think, I mean, yeah, it makes all the sense in the world, you know. I mean, I, I think, you know, it, it plays into Edge's comeback story, you know, because back then he thought, never wrestle again, mm -hmm. um, you know, and, 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 you know, they could kayfabe that moment where... Edge got the competitive fire back after being humiliated by what if he says I was so close to coming back like people don't know this but I was consulting with doctors and they were like hey you could be on the road to recover you could be back within six months and then that curb stomp put it back another couple of years yeah, yeah something something like there's that. ways to kayfabe it where they can actually enhance the story I think that'd be yeah. great uh, a high profile bout between two excellent workers give them 25 minutes oh, yeah Although for a three-hour SummerSlam, probably not a whole ma lot of matches are getting 25 minutes. You know what um, would make that a killer finish, too, is if they did a roll-up finish. Totally. It would be rad. Better yet, double roll-up. Mm -hmm. So they can have the, the rematch the following SmackDown. I like that. That's good. <laughs> following SmackDown. <laughs> exactly, yeah. No, I think this is great, man. I think Seth is doing great work these days. Mm -hmm. Edge is always a lot mm -hmm. of fun. Um, so, uh, so, yeah, I'm, I'm down to see this. Oh heck yeah! Uh, you know it'd be interesting. Hopefully he stays far away from Roman Reigns, who uh, who stacked him last time he saw him. Pinned yes. Him. Uh, yes, but yeah, that that'll be great. I think that's uh, fantastic for SmackDown. I wonder if that. It seems like it would maybe preclude. You know, I, I one of my things was okay. I wonder if Edge might win Money in the Bank. It's pretty. It mm -hmm. Things gonna be Drew McIntyre at this point. I think it might be Drew win that Money in the Bank. You can't discount the possibility of that happening, but you yeah. never know. Yeah. You never know. I mean, given the, if this is true, if they're thinking about this, and obviously they're far away from thinking about Edge as Mr. Money in the Bank or Seth Rollins for that matter, but Seth would be you great. Think so. I think Seth would be, as yeah. we've seen already. Yes. The prospect of revisiting that territory would be pretty fantastic. You got that right. You got um, that right. That'd be pretty cool. Let's talk about this. The WWE apparently wants to bring The Rock back. We know that, but apparently WWE wants him to wrestle this year. There's only six months left in this year, dude. Less. Less um, than that. So we've been hearing rumors for a while. Obviously, WWE wants a Roman Reigns versus Rock dream match at some point, maybe at 38 or 39 WrestleManias. But given Dwayne's insanely busy schedule in Hollywood, that match has been uh, uh, difficult to book. According to WrestlingNews.co, however, it seems like WWE might want The Rock back in the ring 
prior to next year's WrestleMania, saying that, quote, there was some hope that The Rock would actually wrestle at Survivor Series. The reason why WWE wants The Rock on that show is to celebrate the 25th anniversary of his debut, of mm-hmm. his debut. Um, so, uh, so yeah, that's cool. I mean, I, we had heard uh, prior, I don't recall the source, about WWE doing some sort of 25th anniversary of The Rock at Survivor Series, but this is the first we heard about apparently WWE actually wanting The Rock to wrestle yeah. in some capacity on the show. Um, now, if you have this 25th anniversary celebration of The Rock, real easy for Roman Reigns to interrupt mm-hmm. and uh, uh, you know tell The Rock that he needs to acknowledge him. Mm-hmm. You know that he's leading the family now. Um, One strong move. I, I don't know if you know they would want. I mean, would this be a match or I think like a celebration where they do, you know, like Foley shows up. That'd be great. Exactly. Maybe Austin Rock, shows your up. Life type Triple yeah. H shows up. You know, all the mm-hmm. guys that had big Interrupted feuds by Roman. Them. Acknowledge me. Shawn Michaels. And then, of course, interrupted by the tribal chief. Oh, mm-hmm. I can feel it. That's good. That's good yeah. stuff. That's good. I actually feel like that's a stronger segment than potentially the rock. I understand rock wrestling is a it's huge a deal. That's much boss. stronger segment. It is because it's a stronger segment rock drops. I'm sorry. Roman drops drops rock with one move at his at his celebration. And that sets up the match. You know, mm-hmm. rock mm-hmm. scurries away and then that gives us the match. And then Roman. Wins and if, anyway. if rock's going to come back, you want it to be on the largest stage possible. You yeah, know, Survivor Series. It's a it's major not. pay-per-view. It's not WrestleMania, though. No, it's not even Money in the Bank. In my estimation, it for me it goes Rumble, Mania, uh, Money in the Bank, SummerSlam, and then uh, and then Survivor Series in terms of the pay-per-views I look for most forward to uh-huh, uh-huh. in WWE, yeah. anyways. Yeah. I mean, obviously Triple Mania is number one, but we're not. We're just talking about WWE right now. It's Triple Mania, Wrestle Kingdom, and then all the WWE ones that you list. Big at. Gap, and then yeah, yeah, yeah. and yeah. then all the other ones. The Triple Mania is far and away number one. Yeah, the Wild Card Finals is up there too. Totally, that's not even a pay per view though. <laughs> but I agree, hundred percent. It's equal to or greater than a pay per view, Larson. Yes, yes. It was that <laughs> night. It certainly felt that way. I don't even remember what happened, but man, it felt like quite a night. One to that we'll never forget. Oh, hey. Speaking of a uh, experience that uh, fans will never forget, I think New Japan is trying to offer one uh, coming up here soon. Because they announced over the weekend that they'll be having their first U.S. show with fans since February of 2020. It's going to be cubbed New Japan Resurgence. And it will take place at the Torch at the L.A. Coliseum on August 14th. That's the same day as Triple Mania. So advertise. (laughs) Bad move. New Japan Pro Wrestling. So advertise for the show. Uh, John Moxley. He's the U.S. champion. Good name. Jay White, he's Great a never name. open weight champion. Great name. The Good Brothers. They're good. Tom Lawler, the strong champion. I like filthy Tom Lawler. Finn Juice. They're good. Leo Rush. That's important because this could be one of his very last dates. Yeah. He said in his retirement statement that yep. Yep. he has some his. obligations. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then Shut Shooter's going to be there. Shooter. Yeah, that's so great. we'll get some reunion between him and John Moxley. Many more names, I believe. Uh, Brody King, uh, uh, the Dirty Daddy, Chris Ren Dickinson. Narita. Yeah, Dickinson. Yeah. I like that he's. There's a lot of names on there, so it seems like they got, you know, the 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 the, the top of the card from New Japan Strong. 
you know, plus uh, some New Japan wrestlers that happen to live stateside. Yeah. Um, so it's shaping up to be a pretty solid show. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. That's going to be good stuff. Um, and then, of course, like, what was it? Two weeks before that is like the uh, return of PWG there in LA. Yep. August 1st. He's yep. got some fun stuff coming up. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as uh, simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Uh, let's talk about AW Dynamite. There was an episode on Friday night after SmackDown. Mm-hmm. Uh, fun enough show. Actually, there was a couple things that I really liked about Dynamite this past week. The cage match was brief enough, so I appreciated that. And in fact, a small chunk of it was actually pretty decent. I thought they the did. The very it. beginning was pretty good. Yeah, it wasn't terrible. It's when they tried to get a little bit more ambitious simulating an MMA fight. That it really just looked like bad well, he, MMA. You know, I thought it actually was better when they tried to simulate the strategy of an MMA fight where they tried to take a shot and pick their spots. The very beginning of the first round, that's what was yeah. going on. Yeah. It was when they started just throwing wild haymakers at each other that it kind of started to fall apart. Yeah. The thing that I like when Wardlow was trying to do the ground and pound. Yeah. The work know, punches just kind of work in an MMA. It, thing. it was just kind of goofy. But hey, they did their thing. I appreciate that. Mm-hmm. AEW has no problem just, you know, all the, let's just do this, let's just do this, let's just do that. Um, so, yeah, it was fine. It was a bit goofy. But uh, in the second round, uh, uh, Hager ends up making Wardlow pass out to a head and arm triangle as Wardlow throws up the middle finger, the inner circle, uh, uh, you know, Jericho's thing. Um, uh, so that was cool. And then, of course, afterwards, a big brawl breaks out between inner circle and uh, pinnacle. Uh, mm-hmm. MJF ends up clocking Dean Malenko, the Iceman, yeah. who you know has a rekindled friendship with his old rival Chris Jericho. So, mm-hmm. ooh, mm-hmm. think we're gonna get the Man of a Thousand Holds back in the ring, dude? I mean, like for a match? No, probably not. Right? No, he'd wear a but, Dean uh, Malenko. Is there any Dean Malenko merch out there? Does he have a pro wrestling T-shirt? You would think he'd have to, right? I'd buy a shirt. Yeah, uh, I wouldn't be surprised though if if he walked down with Jericho for his inevitable one on one match against MJF. Get some cool vignettes with those guys. Yeah, that'd be good stuff. That'd be cool. M- that'd no, be very cool. MJF. All right, while I looked that up, after that we had a Frankie Kazarian, Eddie Kingston, Penta promo. This is good stuff. Uh, Kazarian calling out Matt Jackson during the course of this. Mm-hmm. Eddie Penta giving their two cents as well. Three solid, promo. solid sh- uh, shirts here. That's cool. Yeah. For the Iceman. For the Iceman. And then after that, we did Team Taz promo. I love Team these. Taz I love these. Because like there with Hook and Starks and, and uh, Powerhouse Hobbs. It's always meant to be like a stand-up promo, but it's always group therapy. It Why really isn't is. Taz talking to Ricky Starks 
in private. By the way, when you look at Hook, do you see WrestleMania main eventer in 15 years? He's a good-looking kid. He's got, like, so much camera charisma. Mm-hmm. And if he's got his dad and he's a little taller than his dad, if he if, if he can bring that intensity that his dad brought, which at this stage is difficult to see if that's possible because he's still just sort of, you know, yeah. a kid who just woke up from a nap. Yeah. But, man, Hook's got a great look to him, dude. I'm telling you. 15 yeah, years. I mean, like, wouldn't the shock The we've seen, it looks like he has some, like, legit training. Yeah. Yeah. You know? So you never know. You never know. Anyways, so how old is uh, Joe Ores wants to know? I think he's like either fourteen or nineteen. I'm not really sure. I have no he's idea. He's just one of those ages. Uh, so yeah, Team Taz or Taz is like, hey, let's deal with our issues. Uh, he tells Starks that he needs to put uh, his issues with Brian Cage. They need to be put to an end. And Hobbs talks about how Starks and Cage left him, uh, you know, by himself last week, more or less a handicap match against Ten. And Hangman Page, and then Taz wonders, "Hey, Hangman, you got the win, basically a handicap match, but can you beat Hobbs one-on-one? Issues a challenge for Dynamite next week." Yep. Uh, after that, we had Scorpio Sky and Ethan Page versus Darby Allen and his partner. I don't want a partner, uh, so this is a handicap partner match. Partner was John Cena because can't see him. I couldn't see him. The new rumor. Gosh darn so, it! This is why I don't let you read the news, man. Dar- Darby gets wrecked. Darby's getting around. I'm reading your notes now. I didn't take notes for this because it's not a real episode. Uh, so, going to your notes, Darby gets wrecked. He mounts a comeback, zip ties Paige's feet together. Uh, he tumbles, Paige out, tumbles of the ring. out of the ring. Yeah. It's Guy with a stunner. stunner I, I'm yes. reading. I'm reading. Sorry. Follows with a coffin drop. Paige pulls him off the cover and throws him into the barricade. Paige cuts a zip tie, throws Darby into the ring post. Dong. Darby pushes Paige off the top, looks for a coffin drop. Sky trips him up. Page hits the ego's edge for the win. If Darby pulled off the win here, the Scorpio Sky and Ethan Page would have to go to like NWA or something because yeah. you can't lose this match, and I'm glad they didn't. But it's always in doubt with these guys, you know? Yeah, yeah. Uh, next, we had Cesar Benoni taking on Orange Cassidy uh, before the bout. The wingmen got a promo. Uh, they, they're talking crap about uh, Orange Cassidy being a slacker, being lazy. And they're talking about how they're going to fix them up, put them in some expensive clothes. And we see this play out during the match. You know what I really appreciate is that because, you know, the obvious comparison everybody makes with AW is that it's WCW 2.0. WCW would never have, they would have allowed this on TV, but they never would have embraced it the way AEW really embraces silly things like the wingmen. Because this is great. It's funny. A, A bunch of nobodies, and they're hilarious. They're mm-hmm. great. I really love this, and I loved so much about this match. It was just pure fun, and it is the one it thing really that, was. you know, WCW never would have embraced anything like this. It would be like, okay, well, this is just going to, you know, maybe it'll get a spot on Thunder or something, but you can always tell it's sort of just the, the thing that's sort of the side note. Hey, we need to fill mm-hmm. time. But, you know, they gave this a big chunk of time. Orange Cassidy's a big deal. Um, and uh, I thought it's great. I really love this stuff. It was it was a lot of fun. Before we get to the, the beats of the match, uh, apparently Hook is 22. Oh, wow. Okay. 22. So uh, early on, Benoni tosses Cassidy out of the ring. Or sorry, tosses him across the ring. Orange rolls out of the ring. And then Nick Nemeth and Peter Avalon are, are, are spraying him with spray tan. Avalon's given Orange a faux hawk. Uh, they put... Orange back in the ring slightly after that. Benoni boots Orange out. Again, wingmen 
trying to mess with his hair. They're brushing it. Mm-hmm. Uh, they put Nick Sp- Nemeth's sparkly, spray shiny tan. blazer on him. Yeah, the spray tan. Yeah. yeah. So then uh, later on, Cassidy trips Benoni out of the ring, looks for a plancha. Instead, he gets caught by Benoni, gets tossed back in the ring. Best friends come in, and then Chuck and Trent help Orange do like a pretty crazy kind of assisted tope. Mate, yeah. That takes out the wingmen. Orange then hits a stun dog and a swinging DDT on Benoni. Uh, Orange then takes out uh, the wingmen individually with orange punches. Escapes a pump handle slam from Benoni. Hits him with an orange punch to get the win. And after the match, Peter Avalon uh, is cradling Cesar Benoni in his arms, wailing away. He's just oh. he's just crying and and screaming. It's like a Klingon died. It was um, pretty funny. This was hilarious, and they're all just sort of looking at them, you know. And it's great, you know. The ref kept on holding up Orange's hand, and he just ends up shoulder leaning, and he puts mm-hmm. it back up. It was really fun stuff, and I love that this is on TV in a prominent spot. Definitely, uh, yeah. I, I really got a kick out of this. It was, it was a pretty. It, it tickled me pretty bit, pretty much. Uh, yeah, same, same. Jungle Boy. I don't know. I can't talk right now. Jungle Boy had an interview. It was Marvez. He was about to ask him a question. He was just it looks like he was just showing up at the arena, and uh, Omega and Callus. Roll up in like a, one of those golf cart, little field cart mm-hmm. things. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kenny says uh, he's here, no custom suit, no sunglasses, no titles, but why? And uh, he says last week Jungle Boy butted into his business, embarrassed him, and tarnished his image. So the week he's gonna, this week he's going to give Jungle Boy a chance to prove how tough he is. He, you know, I know you've been in matches, but I don't think you've been in a street fight. Uh, he says. Uh, Says I packed the picnic for us. Inside my basket is one knuckle sandwich for Jungle Boy. Two another knuckle sandwich for Jungle Boy. And uh, Jungle Boy says, you know, I'd personally rather face you next week for the title. And Omega says, okay, how about this then? I'll sweeten the pot here. <laughs> what, what part did he did he use the word asshole? Was it? It was before this. Where he's like, oh, I can't wait. I can't wait. Cause I'm gonna be all up in your ass. I'm gonna be all up in your asshole. And they had to yeah. they had to like beep out the asshole part because yeah. you can't say this shit. Kenny's Kenny's like little sexual jokes are the funniest thing in his repertoire. They real that the 69 me Don stuff. Yeah. He yeah. loves taking it just over the line with the sex talk, and it's absolutely hilarious. Yeah, I'd rip you so all yeah, up in Kenny, your asshole. Kenny puts his hands behind his back and says, "Hey, here, Jack." First shot is free. And Jungle Boy says, all right. So he takes off his backpack. Yeah, take off your backpack. About to, <laughs> Callous. About to put his his hair up in a bun, and then Nakazawa clobbers him from behind with the laptop. Kenny gets in like two shots. Jungle Boy fends him off, mm-hmm. like rams him into a garbage can. And then Don Callis and Kenny hop into the field cart and drive off. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was really good. Yeah, I love that. Kenny, not because I would try to get in the uh, golf cart, and Kenny kicks him. Kenny boots him. He boots him out, and uh, you know to sort of sacrifice him. Uh, Yeah, I I love it. I love it. It was good. Was was good. Kenny's cracking me up these days. Yeah, he's doing good work. He's doing great work. Uh, After that, we had a Matt Hardy interview. He says he had a handshake deal with Christian to join uh, Hardy family office, but now because he betrayed that deal, he's paying the repercussions. Said yes, Christian made a miraculous comeback. But if he keeps it up, he's not going to have a happy ending. And then Christian tries to attack him. And then a uh, Hardy family office like pushes him into this enclosure with the gate mm-hmm. and locks him in there. Mm-hmm. And Hardy says, I'll give you an out. Retire. I'll even fund it. Cuts him a check. Gives it to him. It says, uh, if you keep coming after me, I'll end your career permanently. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then uh, we had Cody and Brock Anderson. Sorry, Cody and Brock Anderson, Anderson versus QT Marshall. Aaron Solo. 
Uh, yeah, so this is the AEW debut for Brock Anderson, who's 23 years old. Uh, and uh, I, I thought he looked fine. Looks mm-hmm. like he's been to wrestling school a little while. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Looks like sort of his dad. Yeah. In the face and the hair a little bit. Uh, you know, it's going to be a little while before he's truly, you know, carrying on the legacy of Arn Anderson. But uh, right. I thought he, I thought he looked fine. It's just I can't. It's hard to me to get. It's hard for me to get invested in this Cody stuff because it's like you know, I don't know. It doesn't seem to impact the larger AEW universe whatsoever. I mean, we were talking about this. I think in the pre-show, it's like you've got Cody versus any number. Like, what if Andrade came in and like, you know, interrupted a Cody bit? Why Hangman isn't doing anything right now? You know, it's like if Cody's Cody's fine being like, I mean, I guess Cody thinks he's a face, but Cody's always said, hey, I could be a face or a heel. I don't have to do a hangman Cody thing. Get hangman mm-hmm. over. I know. Uh, I mean, I'm looking up and down this thing. Cody versus Penta. Cody versus. We had that. We had that match. We thought we would get like a real feud. Oh, Remember? we thought it was going to be a feud. That's and right. It was a match. Of course, Cody won. A match. Cody versus the wingman. Maggie had a good question. Who's the does wingmen have an alpha? Or they're just wingmen for each other. That's what I think it is. It's kind of re- kind of revolutionary if you think about it. They're all each other's wingmen. Mm-hmm. Hey, who's going to be the alpha tonight? Cesar. Whoever's in the ring. But then isn't C- Caesar? I think is married. Uh, I don't know how mm-hmm. many of these guys are married or not. No idea. In which case, yeah. What if they're all? Yeah. What if they're all married? They're all just wingmen, and they just find dudes to help. Like guys that are at the club who need wingmen, doesn't that, that make them faces? Potentially, I don't know. I got a lot of questions. Potentially, got a lot of questions. There's a lot of questions. Hey, let's get back to this match. Yeah, Cody Brock versus QT Aaron. So uh, Brock, uh, he ends up getting isolated for quite a while. Uh, then he counters a crossroads from QT into a DDT. Cody gets the tag in. Aaron solos in as well. Uh, Cody goes on a run, hits QT with a destroyer. Um, uh, and then uh, eventually, though, he and QT brawl up stage. Uh, Aaron Solo uh, looks for some sort of double underhook move on Brock. Brock escapes that, pins Aaron Solo with a jackknife cover, uh, gets his first professional wrestling win in AEW. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, after that, we had uh, a Jake Roberts, Lance Archer promo. Oh, boy. They are stressed out, man. You got that right. Jake says, I've had to reconnect with Lance. Lance doesn't want to wait, but sometimes you have to. Uh, you have pounce. to wait. You have to wait. Then you pounce like a tiger. And uh, he's like, he's, what, "What am I supposed to do? Tell him to be patient, bitch, slap him." And then Lance growls at him, and he's like, "I can't do that." And then he, uh, Lance stalks off, and Jake says, oh, "I got, I can't do that. I gotta go." Yeah, yeah, it's tension, a lot of tension. Uh, after that, we had an Andrade interview. Uh, JR asks him, what, three questions here? First, why AEW? Andrade says there's many reasons, but first and foremost, there are many stars there, but he's a superstar. True, WWE superstar. Yeah, well, former. Uh, uh, JR is asking, TNT title, AEW world title, are they on your radar? And Andrade says, yes, I deserve opportunities of both those belts. It's this next step. Uh, And the JR asks, why Vicky Guerrero? Why did you align with her to make your debut? He says she knows the business. She's smart. She came up with Eddie Guerrero. Her family is full of wrestlers, as is mine. That's why we have a great connection. But he and Vicky have some surprises in store. And then did you notice what happened right after that? 
they cut to black. They didn't oh, fade to it. They didn't fade to it, but they did cut to black. Alistair, you're thinking, huh? Can't say fade to black because I mean Tommy End. It's a WWE thing, but yeah, Thea Trinidad, Alistair, Tommy End, Andrade mm-hmm. El Idolo, Andrade mm-hmm. the Idol. Your name is Andrade yeah. the Idol. El Idolo. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> after that, I, I, I like I like the yeah. explanation why he he aligned with Vicky. It makes yeah, sense. It's much more effective than actually having Vicky talk for him, and I hope they limit that quite a bit uh, because she personality wise it doesn't fit. But everything he said is totally true. I yep. really loved this uh, interview. I thought it was great. He uh, sort of went between English and Spanish, whatever he felt stronger with in the moment. They did subtitles. He looked like a million bucks. I thought it was great. This was awesome. It was awesome. Yeah. It was awesome. Uh, after that, we had a, a Hangman Page Dark Order interview. Uh, he's asked about Taz's challenge. Page accepts. And he says, but right now, I'm with friends. And that's what I'm worried about, is being with my friends. And then he's asked about the uh, Kenny Omega Jungle Boy title match, since Hangman is the number two ranked contender right now. Uh, Page is kind of hesitant to really answer. says, oh, I'm in a good mood. Look, John Silver nearly healed up. Ten, he won the main event last week. Uh, five, he's got a new jacket. Evil Uno, well, he put on a really good performance in that TNT title match. He's he's still a winner to us, mm-hmm. and then they all celebrate. Mm-hmm. Chant Evil Uno's name. So he's avoiding that whole topic of Kenny as champion. Yeah, yeah, he's uh, yeah, he's nursing his emotional wounds still. Uh, Correct. After that, we've got Penelope Ford versus Julia Hart. Uh, this is a fun enough match. Penelope Ford ends up tapping out Julia Hart. Uh, with the death lock, but mm-hmm. uh, uh, she won't give it up even after she taps out. Varsity blondes come in because you can't really put your hands on a woman. They just sort of fret. They're <laughs> like, oh, stop doing that, please. And eventually she she lets go. Miro walks out. He wants to know where Kip is. Ford's out there, out number three to one, but he's here. God's favorite chimp. I want to give thanks to my wife for being hot. Uh, asks uh, Varsity Blondes if they know all that Ford has been through. Her wedding being interrupted, her husband being injured. He attacks the blondes. Refs come out to break it up. Yeah, he lays into Pillman especially. He tosses mm-hmm. Griff out and then really goes after Pillman. Yeah, it's going to be a thing. Yeah, they're going to have it. I think they already announced TNT title match. Thanks to my for wife for upcoming being hot. Dynamite. That God's favorite champion line. Gosh, that killed me. Miro's mm-hmm. so good on the mic. Mm-hmm. I mean, the commentary made a good point. It's like, hey, it was Miro that, that injured Kip. Miro's the reason that. Ford's husband is not there, and yet he's coming out there to defend crazy. her honor. He's crazy. That's so why good. he's nuts. It's, great. it's awesome. It's absolutely great. So after that, we had a. We were supposed to have a brick. A bit. Sorry, Britt Baker interview. Now I can't talk. Brick Baker. Uh, so uh, Vicky interrupts pretty much immediately. She says she smells onions and cheese. Mm. And says the only thing Britt has showed since winning the title is that she's happiest eating cheeseburgers. Who isn't? But then Vicky says, I'm not happy because I want the title on Nyla, Nyla Rose. And Britt sarcastically says, oh, we should just give it to her then because she wants it. And Vicky goes, no, I want a match. And Britt says, we're not playing games. We're not playing old maid here. Get out. I've got an interview to do. And then Vicky reminds him that she brought in Andrade. So Tony Khan owes her a favor. So with his approval, she's sending a match between Britt and Rebel. And Nyla and herself. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So Vicky leaves, and Britt and Rebel to start laughing. <laughs> Rebel's laugh is great. Oh, 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 oh. 
after that, we had this great Santana Ortiz FTR video really package. This was awesome, and I'm really looking forward to this match. Uh, I, this isn't. They didn't announce this for Saturday. This is going to happen down the line when there's real fans there, right? I would think so. I mean, it would have to because there's only one more episode without fans. Um, yeah, I'm looking forward to this. This is going to be killer. This is going to be killer. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we had a Mark Sterling, Jade Cargill promo. Uh, he announced a deal with the Four Seasons in Toronto. She's still focused on wrestling, uh, and she says, uh, sort of doing the Britt Baker thing, which is like, you can catch me on all the AEW shows where I'm going to continue to pad my rankings. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Then we got our main event. Penna, the elite hunter Kazarian, and Eddie Kingston versus Matt Jackson and the Good Brothers. This is tons of fun right here, man. Yeah, yeah, it was tons of fun. Uh, so towards the end, Matt is just getting absolutely wrecked. Uh, he's a, a, a package pile driver from Penta, a Saito suplex from Eddie Kingston, and then Angel's wings from Kazarian basically eats all the finishes. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then Gallows comes in, breaks that up. Uh, so Carl and Pentagon, I believe, are the legal competitors. Uh, so Carl escapes the package pile. I mean, it's hard to tell in this match because I kind of feel like it was Rick Knox. Uh, he's being pretty uh, uh, fast and loose with the uh, tag rules here. Mm-hmm. So I think... You know, they were in. Uh, so, yeah, Carl escapes, package pile driver, hits a neck breaker. Uh, Good Brothers then uh, uh, go, hit a bunch of double team moves on Pentagon, look for a magic killer. Kazarian breaks that up. He ends up beating a super kick from Matt Jackson. Uh, Eddie drops Matt with a half and half suplex. Anderson boots Eddie from the ring, and then Pentagon uh, hits Anderson with a backstabber. He goes up top. Nick Jackson, who was supposed to be not in the venue, Mm-hmm. They said he was like doing some board meeting stuff. Runs out, takes the cold spray to Pentagon's face, and he falls off the top. Carl Anderson then hits this great looking like leaping neck breaker off yeah, the top. It was great to get the win. Yeah, look awesome. Uh, fun episode next week's uh, yeah, or this week's uh, Saturday Dynamite should be cool, and then and then it'll be interesting. Man, we're back on the road, and uh, yeah, should be cool. Uh, we got a raw preview. No, we don't. They haven't announced anything. Nothing. Ooh. Nothing on dot com. Nothing on Twitter. Nothing. Nothing. All right. Let me check. I, I I know how to I know how to find this stuff. WWE. I just put that in on Twitter. Let's see what comes up here. Ah. Ah. Huh. Ah. Okay. Mm. Yep. Mm. Mm. Nothing, huh? Uh. Oh no! Here we go. Yeah, an hour ago. WWE's Twitter account. After coming up short at Hell in a Cell, what's next for Drew McIntyre? It's not even a bra preview, though. It just sort of is like a picture just of a him general in question. front of the cage. It's just a question. It's engagement right there. Yeah, virtual. That's pretty much all it is. Uh, who should be the next to step up to Bob Lashley? Another question they just asked. There's a clip of The Rock. Yeah, this is really cool. Oh, some pictures of the warrior. <laughs> nothing, man. Nothing. So I told you, nothing. <laughs> Got to see with mine own eyes. But we do have some questions. Shall we answer them? Yeah, let's go ahead and answer some questions. Because I don't. There's no. There's no. There's no. Preview. There's no Robert. What's going on there? Let's the answer some questions. They haven't even written it. That's what's going on. They're oh, a hundred percent. They're like, okay, should we give them good shit today, or should wait longer for good shit? Yeah, no. It's the what, 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 what do you What do you think, Bruce? I'm sorry. What do you think, Vince? Well, Bruce, what do you think? Oh, I don't know. Whatever you want to do. All right, questions. Here we go. Questions. 
First, from Sean Lathrop. Who is more likely to win this match? WWE Charlotte or AW Cody? So in a match between Charlotte and Cody. Oh, wow. Depends where it's taking place. The, like the ne- like neutral territory, the negative zone. Which Charlotte does, um, which entrance does Charlotte use? Because Cody has his own entrance mm-hmm. in AEW. That's, mm-hmm. that's so messed up, isn't it? Why does he get his, because it's Codyverse, because it, it Cody exists is outside. a separate universe. He's basically yes. just booking his own. Somebody just asked that to Tony Khan. Hey, why is Cody not? I mean, I think they did, didn't they? They asked Cody that. They said, Cody. They asked him about the emails or something, or like the, the beef. And he was like, there's no beef. Everything's fine. We're good. I'm telling my stories. I'm making my music. Your music kind of sucks, dude. Wow. Wow. Well, he's like, you know, hey, Cody's a good wrestler. He's a really good storyteller. Can be, yeah. I don't want to see him against QT Marshall. No, I, I get that. I don't. I get that. I'll see that. I get that. I get that. Uh, Double pin. Or a dusty finish. I'm a dusty finish. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Time limit draw. Something like that. Time limit draw. A Broadway. Oh, yeah. There you go. A Broadway, uh, Larson. B-Man, Patrick Sparks, what basketball coaches would make the best managers to wrestlers? Pop. 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 <laughs> Pop. Pop. A thousand percent Because he Pop. knows that wrestling is a wrestler's game. Uh, next, Stan Van. Because yes. I want to say see him out there like busting pile drivers. I <laughs> Showing know. people how to do it. I know. He's All probably right, got fast punches. Really fast punches. Because yeah. we've, we've seen his handles. His handles, yeah. Here's what you do. And then, yeah, those that's that, that's those are top two contenders. Uh, Dalen Dula, Dula says, over the past few nights, your neighbor has been launching fireworks in their front yard. Steve's already very upset about I that. I can't stand that. You've been inspired by the displays and decided to launch some of your own. What pro wrestler do you ask to help you set up a huge pyro display to impress your friends and neighbors? Cody. Doesn't he have, like, the most elaborate AEW? No, at the last show, he barely, I, he didn't have any memorable pyro. Oh, yeah, he was trying to, like, sweep that one under the rug, like, immediately. Probably want to say the, say the Dudley Boys, because they always had those two, like, bottle rockets that always yeah, shoot I up. I hated it when I was there. From really the opposite to sides it. of the ramp. I was like, what the fuck? They'd always had, they always had a bunch of pyro in WWE. That's true. Yeah. That's good. The Dudley's a good answer. Some of the most memorable pyro. <clears throat> or if you want, like, actual fire, then Kane. Oh, yeah, that's good. The wonder of the Blake Elizondo. How will WB laugh off their creative failures last night? Who's going to pretend that the table hood is lethal and deserves the DQ? You think they're going to reference how terrible that finish was? No, they're probably just going to run away from that. As you fast know, as they sometimes can. they do like an opening thing where everybody's talking, like they'll show little tweets, like showing people talking about how great the show was. They should totally do that, but just run that segment of you saying, What the fuck happened there? The fucking match. Upset. How's that a DQ? <laughs> that was amazing. That was great. You know, man can only take so much when he, yeah, when he loses predictions in such a, a, a underwhelming manner. It, it's becoming ridiculous at this point. It really is. Like impact, impact was like you know the straw that broke the camel's back. This like what's after the straw? Whatever that is. That's what's that's what's happening now. 
the last. I mean, it's like it's like every pay per view. It's it's an incident almost on par with Otis winning Money in the Bank. That's what it is. Yeah, right. It is. No, it totally is. It totally is. Uh, Anthony Tobias, who do you guys want to see on the men and women's side from Money in the Bank? Who should win it, and who's your dark horse? Who do I want to see win Money in the Bank? I'll put this name out there for a dark horse. Karrion Cross. Imagine if he makes his main roster debut in Money of the Bank and wins it while still being NXT champion. Um no, no, I don't like it. But because I don't like him very much. The dude has cry face all the time. Samoa Joe is my dark horse. They clear him like in the next month. No, I don't even like that as an answer. Uh, my dark horse would be... Keith Lee. Simply because we haven't seen him in months. Yeah, we haven't seen him in ages. Uh, let's see here. Who do I like? Uh, you know what? I say give it to Apollo Crews. I think he's been really doing really good work. He's got that big uh, Commander Aziz with him. Mm-hmm. I think mm-hmm. he'd be a formidable. But the problem, of course, he's on SmackDown. But then they got the draft. They got the drafts. So put them over there on Raw. Let's have, have Roman Reigns win. Have him win Money in the Bank. <laughs> That'd be amazing. That'd be great. I still think they should give it to either Jimmy or Jay. I think that's the most captivating and interesting storyline proposition there. I think my big answer would be Seth. I think that'd be so much fun. I could see, um, I could see when, when fans come back. So the fans might start siding with Seth because he's just doing a lot of fun stuff now. Yeah, he's being really entertaining. Uh... On the women's side, let's see here. Oh, it's Shayna, and she moves to SmackDown. She leaves Nia. They split her and Nia and Reggie. Like Shayna just goes to SmackDown. Nia stays on Raw, mm-hmm. and uh, and Shayna should challenge Bianca Belair. I think that'd be terrific. That would be good. That would be good. I don't be surprised if Alexa got it either. Blah, you're totally right. Yeah, wouldn't be surprised at all. Dark Horse? Dark Horse on the women's side? Eva Marie. Oh, my God. That is such a likely possibility, too. That is so likely. Gareth says, would you ever consider interviewing a referee? What types of questions would you like to ask them in particular? Yeah, heck yeah. That would be outstanding. Explain to me the rules. Get Mike Kyoto on here. How much, like, how much do they know going into a match, like in terms of spots, finish, stuff like that? You know, mm-hmm. what's the closest you've ever come to like having to do a, a botchy shoot finish? Like, you know, when they do one, two, uh, like, man, it seems like a perpetual anxiety attack. The three counts. I mean, a lot of, a lot like of everybody yeah, has to be on the same damn page. I know, I know. Ricky Scurvy here in chat says, have them explain ref bumps. <laughs> yeah. I guess that means, you know, why are they out so long? Um, yeah, just ask them about the tropes of refs. Like, mm-hmm. why is it you guys don't pay attention, like, in kayfabe? Because you really don't. Why is it you're so easily distracted? Jason Lewis, now that they have credit cards, what is McMahon's next step towards Marvel-like dominance? Well, he's got the, the money stone. Now he needs uh, 
The soul. Well, he's kind of got the soul stone. I feel like. Uh, Raw is three hours long, so he has the time stone. He's mm-hmm. able. To, he's able to bend time during Raw. What's some make, more? To make three hours the, feel like eight hours. What's some more of the Infinity Stones? There's mind. The mind stone. So he needs. Kind of has that. He kind of has that with Thunderdome because he could control the reaction his superstars get. Great. Well, that's sort of the reality stone, I think. Oh, all he's right, creating the reality there. Fair enough. Fair um, enough. The mind stone. I'm trying to think why he would have the mind stone or why it wouldn't have the mind stone. He definitely doesn't have the creative stone. Mm-mm. Yeah, maybe Mm-mm. he doesn't have the soul stone. <laughs> uh, Travis L.A. says. Being a Rosemary fan, you ever see, do you ever see her leaving Impact Wrestling or forever being in Impact since they know how to write her well? I don't know what she wants. I don't know. I'm sure there are probably stories or interviews out there where she's discussed possibilities for working at other companies, maybe having talks with other companies. She's been in Impact for a long time. Um, I mean, she's worked in other places. Of course, she worked at AAA that one time when What's-Her-Face like ripped her arm yeah. out. Um, that was rough. Um, I love Rosemary. I think she's absolutely terrific. Uh, so I don't know. I, I could see her maybe being like a coach at the Performance Center at some point. It's that entirely would possible, not yeah. shock me at all. Yeah. Uh, Nick Kyle has a, another Money in the Bank pick question, um, just in terms of early predictions. Uh, kind of answered that already. Dungeon Master of Puppets is Roman versus Ray being moved to SmackDown, a sign of things to come for the tug of war between NBC and Fox. I don't know how much more heated like things are going to get. I mean, Vince, say what you will about Vince. He's good at maintaining relationships. Um, so, you know, there are things they might do that are going to piss people off. It's still mm-hmm. relatively early in the Fox deal. So, uh, and this is sort of the big, the highest profile time when there's been two suitors for their yeah. programming. Yes. So there's going to be, you know, road bumps along the way. Definitely. Or, you know, speed Definitely. bumps along the way. Road and you've got to hope, whenever. you know, during the course of their relationship, if both assuming they want it to continue, they can uh, manage that balance between mm-hmm. making both broadcast partners happy and still mm-hmm. doing the shows they want to do. We'll see if that actually happens. NJWP, what's better, a crap match with a great finish or a great match with a crap finish? I mean, neither is ideal. I, I'll... I, I, I'd say this for me, it's a crap match with a great finish. Cause as we saw last night, there were like, there was at least one instance you could make the case for three, but at least one definitive instance in the main event of a great match that had a crap finish. And that's what sticks with you. If you have a so, so match or even a crap match that just has a great finish. That's kind of what sticks with you. You know, yeah. it's like, and yeah. you, you, we'd even review it as such. Like, yeah, the match is whatever, but man, this was what cool. a finish. Yeah. What a finish. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, or was I Samuel Bronkowitz? What would be the three things that would make raw worth watching tonight? Money of the bank qualifying matches. Yeah. Um, more Kofi MVP Bobby Lashley. Yep. I'm yep. very interested in that. And then more RK Bro New Day. Yeah. 
That'd be good. Stuff. Loop That's loop all. RK bro into the MVP Lashley stuff go. somehow. There somehow. There you go. Uh, Will Combs power rank top five dream matches for Andrade and AEW. Off the top of my head, of course you got Kenny, you got Penta, you got Ray Phoenix, you got. Who else do you got? Oh man, my list number one maybe Eddie Kingston. That'd be awesome. Cody, get him out of the damn Cody verse. Ricky Starks, once he's back from injury. Ricky Starks is a good wrestler. Uh, I'll go with Darby Allen because who wouldn't want oh, to yeah. see that? True. And my last one would be... Uh, Pack. Pack. We'll agree on that one, yeah. Your list is great also. Thank you. Uh, Nick, who do you see challenging both Roman and Bobby at Money of the Bank? Bobby is going to be Kofi Kingston. Yeah, I think you're right about that. Roman. And would they try to do Ray again? I don't <laughs> see how. It was such a definitive end. Yeah, it was. It was a definitive it really was. end. Uh, but it's possible. I don't know. Maybe it's going to be. Maybe it'll be Jimmy. Maybe that's where they'll do the acknowledgement. Could you imagine if it was Roman versus Jimmy, but then Jay wins money in the bank? At mm-hmm. the end of the match, Roman is like, he, like he's, he's, he's pretty badly hurt. And he's like yelling at Jimmy to acknowledge him. Jimmy super kicks him, and then Jay comes down with money in the bank. Mm-hmm. That's like attacking. That's like that scene in, in, in Infinity War, or whatever it's called, when they attack Thanos and, yeah. they, and they let him slip away. Oh, that's yeah. scary. Like the whole time you're like, oh, get that damn glove. I know. I know. Ooh. I know. That's scary. Uh, Blake Elizondo, after coming up short at Hell in a Cell, what's next for Drew McIntyre? I mean, that's just what it says in WWE's tweet. <laughs> well, uh, that's Robert Mason. WWE's t- that's funny. Robert Mason has a similar question. What do you do with Drew up until the Rumble? Have him uh, feud with Sheamus some more. I kind of feel like there's unfinished business there. Oh, I agree. Absolutely. Yeah, Drew can go after the United States Championship. Mm-hmm. Uh, Carrie Harrell. Hey, friendos. What five WWE superstars would be the best to run? Oh, to run WB a la AEW. So what five WB superstars would make the best executive vice president? Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. Yes. Daniel Bryan. Daniel I Bryan. I he's not technically signed right now. I think Seth would be pretty good. I feel like he's got a good Seth creative mind. Seth would be mind. very good. Yeah. And then... I'm going to throw this name out there. Only because one time he spoke up about concussions in the back. And it's Baron Corbin. Baron Corbin. Yeah. Uh, Nick, who do you want to see move brands during the draft? I feel like Drew McIntyre has to go to SmackDown. He's kind of done everything he do on Raw. Ooh, but there's that. Mm. He can't beat Roman, though. What's he going to do? I don't know what he can do there. What is up with the sun today? Yeah, you're like, you're like in the... It's overcast, that's why. Yeah, It's weird when it's overcast. I, I'm blown out more here. It's weird. Oh, Bray. Bray on creative in WWE. That's that a good, good one. Who said that? I think Bailey would be good on creative, too. Bailey oh, and that's Sasha. That's a good one, too. Yeah, that's good. Uh, we've got some questions here on the Twitch as well. Joe says, would the Rocket Mania be the right time for him to announce his presidential run? No. It has to be on Jay Leno. 
Just like Hulk well, Hogan. Jay Leno's not on anymore, man. Doesn't he have like a car show on uh, on like Peacock or something? You're asking the wrong guy. Netflix. You heard Netflix got Spielberg? Oh, really? What is he, what is he going to do? Make movies. Well, I meant specifically if you knew. Oh, no, I don't know like how many movies oh, or what gotcha. they are or anything. I just I gotcha. read a headline that says Netflix got Spielberg. Gotcha. Like, I, I didn't see the dollar amount either. It's got to be like a billion, right? It's got to be an enormous <laughs> Doesn't amount. Doesn't that have to be a billion dollars? Got to be a lot of money. Frederick the Dino says, Hook is... Oh, sorry, that was old. Uh, let's see here. No. Ba, 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 ba. Uh, no. Jorge D, how would you rate Christian's AEW run so far? He says, it's been a dud to me. He's been a no real feud and is now going against Matt Hardy. He's in a Matt Hardy feud right now. And this is only... He's only it's only like a second month being there. Yeah, he hasn't been there very long. Um, I mean, I think, look, he's not, they understand that he's not their main, they, they didn't bring him in to be like Mr. Main event guy. So you got to bring him in and sort of, at least him in not right bit. away. Yeah. At, by his own admission, he says, I want the title, but I know I can't just go right for it. I yeah. have to put some wins together. Yeah. Uh, sinister seal. Should they do something interesting with May the bank again? Like they did last year. Oh, with like the climbing the corporate tower. That'd be great. But with it being in front of live fans, they're not going to. I think, you know what? As much as I loved it with money in the bank, I wouldn't want to see that again because it needs fans. And somebody later on asks, yeah, oops, sorry. Here says, is there a night? Is there a night of cash in the night of money in the bank to entirely? Is there a night of cash in the night? Yeah, there will be a cash in at money in the bank. That will happen. No idea what it is. Who it is, probably on the women's side. Um, but yeah, that's totally gonna happen. Yeah. Boy, that'd be wouldn't that be great if it was Roman versus Jimmy and J one and he comes down. Oh, and because if they lose, then they have to deal with Roman. Even if they win, they have to deal with him. But if they lose, it's like, oh crap, we just showed our whole card. It's probably worse if they lose. It's way worse if they lose. Way worse. Oh, because not only did, did they fail in their endeavor, by, but but by doing so, you embarrassed the family. Oh, in the worst way possible. He they they just put all their dirty laundry out to to air. Yep. In yep. Front of, oh, that oof. Muted Mayday says, "Are we getting Piper's new name tonight? Probably, probably. But I don't know. They always put that crap off. It's so weird." Uh, Chill Gaming Inc. How do you feel about Drew teaming up with Sheamus? I mean, in theory, that's cool, but uh, I kind of feel like that's just going back to the well of the bar. You know, that's kind of a step backward. I feel like for Sheamus at this juncture, feels like it's below, it's beneath Drew to do that. Um, the Razi says Jericho just released the dates for Fozzie in the UK all uh-huh. early December. That's cool. Okay, so after full gear then. Yeah. Uh, let's see here. Sinister Seal says, should they do something interesting with money in the oh, bank got again? That. Got oh, that sorry. Okay, cool. Uh, okay, cool. All right. Well, that's going to do it for us. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. We appreciate it. Enjoy Raw tonight. We'll uh, be talking about it tomorrow on the show at noon Pacific, yep. 3 Eastern, on the Twitch. Till next time, we'll talk to you later. Goodbye. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early, so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, 
You can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.